Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. There is someone who needs to hear this. There is someone that God is trying to get a hold of. There is a reach that God is trying to get, and he's doing it through me. I do not know who this person is. I do not know where this person is currently at, but what I do know is that God has gotten my attention, and I cannot shake it. I need to speak to whoever is dealing with the spirit of suicide. I bind it in the name of Jesus. You do not have to do whatever it is at the end enemy is telling you to do you do not have to do this as a quick release there are people that care about you I don't care what it is that you're currently feeling it is not true your circumstance may be real but your feelings are not fueling you in the way that you should go I don't know where it has gotten to or why it has gotten to this point but I do know that God has literally like I had to literally just run to the phone and say I need to be able to speak into the spirit and the soul of the person who does not feel valuable, whose ego has been bruised, whose self-esteem has been shut down, who feels like they have to fake it another day and they don't realize that faking it is causing the plant in their soul to wither, that they don't realize that the more that they try to push through certain things without being their authentic self, that they are actually taking away the sun that is required to help them grow that when you try to just go ahead and look good externally but not really give the attention that's needed internally you are taking away the water that literally gives you the vibrance to live another day there is something about this culture that needs to just stop and pay attention to the fact that we don't all have it together and you being authentic will be speaking somebody's language someone will get their respite and their release from you just giving your story I do not know why we go ahead and just allow people to be zombies living among us, that we are allowing people to just have dead living and we just are going from one highlight reel to the other highlight reel and then we're flabbergasted at people actually taking the initiatives and going to the extent of releasing themselves because they don't know where or who they can release to. I tell you all this is coming from. I actually, and, and it only has to be God. I was perusing through the IG Instagram streets and came across this particular rapper. I believe his name is 600 Breezy. And for whatever the reason felt led to go to his page. I have no idea. Never really even heard of this dude. And saw a ring and a heartbreak emoji and then the wings, which means that someone has passed. Again, Holy Spirit leading because never, ever went to this person's page ever. Heard of him, never really paid it no attention. Found out through the process that he's a rapper from Chicago. And the person that he had tagged with the ring, meaning that it was his girlfriend or significant other, the heartbreak emoji means they're no longer together. And then the little dove emoji means that the person is no longer here. So I did what any good grandbaby would do. I clicked the handle of the person's name so that it was Raven Jackson or something to that degree. So I went ahead and looked and I'm looking under 
I'm looking at her page and I was like, oh, she's fit. She has a fitness thing. She looks like she has, you know, just uh, an influence. So I guess she's an influencer. She had like promotions going on where she was helping people mentally and physically. She seemed to be really encouraging. because She was letting people know like, hey, we're getting into the last quarter of the year. I want you to do something different. Don't be stagnant. So I'm like, oh, this is awesome. But I had this strange pull, again, Holy Spirit, to go look up the, under the comments of certain things. And people were like, man, you didn't have to do that, this, that, and the third. And for whatever the reason, not even reading all the comments, I was like, I have this weird feeling that this beautiful young lady took her life. Let me to then go. I was like, let me just Google this person's name. <laughs> Again, literally, I can't put to words or explain why I felt led outside of the Holy Spirit. I'm not even trying to be spiritual. I'm just letting you know the realness because I was in the middle of getting ready to go fold my laundry. Real talk. So I went ahead and looked up and I was like, oh my gosh. And literally, I guess what happened was the rapper 600 Breezy felt like because he couldn't save his girlfriend with the mental health challenges that she was having, he started releasing little by little some of the messages that she was sending right before her demise. And he was like, I'm doing this because I couldn't, he couldn't save her. And so he was allowing people to have the insight so that they can save the people that they care about. And the things that I kept picking up on was the fact that she said, I can't fake it anymore. And she also said something along the lines of the pain was becoming too much. And and something along the lines of her heart was feeling a certain way, her ovaries was feeling a certain way, but the doctors weren't able to go ahead and give her any real diagnoses. And then she said she's tried a couple of times to do this, I guess taking herself out, rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I don't want to be insensitive to that, but that she's concluded that this is the only way for her to get relief. And the things that I was reading, the messages that she had between her and her boyfriend, the messages that she was allegedly posting, it was her literally saying, this is too much for her, that she does not know another way out. I think that what people don't realize is that when the soul is damaged, the physical body responds to that damage. And so when the spirit is becoming weakened, the soul has to take over because somebody has to lead. If you're not being spirit led, then the soul says, I'll do it. And the physical body is going to respond to whoever's leading. So if the soul don't feel good, cool. Physical body goes ahead and is in perfect alignment with that. And what I could not shake was that there were responses from people once knowing and, and seeing her messages, once knowing what her circumstance was, they literally said that they related to her. And I thought to myself, what if she did not feel so alienated that she no longer had to feel like she had to fake it? Like what would have happened if she just would have felt like, yo, let me unzip, say what I'm really feeling and see if anybody can relate to me. Because now there are so many people relating to her, but she's not here. And so I literally had an emotional response to that. I was like, I don't want another person 
And I don't even know this beautiful young lady. I don't, I have not followed 600 Breezy. I don't know anything about that, but I do know that God got my attention and I am going to be obedient with the attention that he has gotten. There is something that God is wanting people to know, and it may not necessarily be you. So at this juncture, you're going to have to go ahead and forward it to whoever needs it, whoever should need it, whoever needs to go ahead and forward it to whomever. God will make sure that it gets into the hands that it's supposed to get to. But people need to know this. You do not have to carry that weight. Life is heavy. It's heavy for everyone. Everyone is carrying a weight. Some people may be five pounds. Some people may be 20 pounds. Uh, There are some variations in the weight. No one has figured everything out to the elemental P. No one knows exactly what they're doing. No one's plan is going exactly according to plan. Everyone is struggling in their own respective way. But the only difference is what do you do with that weight? I'm going to go ahead and be transparent because I have to be authentic Though I have never suffered with the idea of wanting to commit something that would take me off of this earth, I do understand the heaviness that comes from life. And if I can give you a visual, I think we are all bench pressing life. I think that we all are. I think that we don't understand that we don't get to dedicate or to dictate how much weight goes on this particular bar and at what time it goes on this particular bar. Because listen, I would love to go ahead and bench press once I felt strong, once I went ahead and got a full nice rest, once I feel, you know, just whatever makes me feel prepared to go ahead and get my mindset right and my body in alignment with that mindset to say, okay, this is a good time to bench press this. Life doesn't work that way. But everyone has to be on that bench. Everyone has to go ahead and press that weight. The only difference that I see between myself and how I'm wired and someone else who may not have that wiring is that when it gets too much, I don't let the weight go so that it crushes me. I say, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, you got to take it. I can't do it. I can't do it. If we are all being honest, we all have the I can't do no more. We all come to the end of our rope. No one living has a rope that just extends, extends, extends. Is what do you do when you get to the end of the rope? What do you do when you see that you're slowly or fastly approaching the end of your rope? I just do something a little bit different. And that's why I feel the need to go ahead and speak people out of the pit that's going to take them somewhere where they don't belong. The only difference is that I do not Let the weight crush me because I know who I can give the weight to. Life gets uncomfortable. Life gets heavy. There is a pressure. You do not have to feel like you are behind. You do not have to feel like you are failing. You do not have to feel like no one loves you. You do not have to feel like no one cares about you. You do not have to feel like you messed up for the last time and this is a big mess up. You do not have to feel any of that. You do not have to feel like you're not purposed. You do not have to feel like you're not living a life that's even worth living. Like that's why I am on this this journey of abundance 
abundance and creating my own abundance because I know what it feels like to be in this rep repetition kind of living where it just feels like Monday looks like all the Mondays, Tuesday looks like all the Tuesdays, Wednesday looks like all the Wednesdays. And we are not created to feel that way. We are not created not to thrive. Like they have failure to thrive for children, but I really believe that there are certain adults that are feeling that you are not supposed to feel that way. And in order for you not to feel that way, you have to do something that is so brave, but so taboo. And that is be authentic to you. If that doesn't bring happiness to you, stop doing that. If being in that relationship doesn't fill you, pause real quick. If that way of, of living makes you feel a little bit like, ah, I feel like I'm faking anything that makes you feel like you got to put on a costume in order to feel accepted, in order to feel successful, in order, if your way of thinking is weird and nobody else thinks like you, whatever it is, I want you to feel free enough to unzip and just say, yo, this is me. This is what I feel. This is how I think. I had to take the courageous step to say, yo, corporate is not success to me because, and just literally live in my truth. I don't know no one personally who thinks that way. So I get to speak on that regard, at least to say, there are some things that you think of. There are some things that you see, some paths that you want to create that you're going to say, but no one is really doing it that way. Then be the first. Like, yo, you're the first with your fingerprints. You're the first person God has ever created to think that particular way, to see things that particular way. You were created to put your own personal imprint on life in life. And the enemy hates that. He hates that you can be someone else's respite. That's why he makes you so heavy. He hates that you can try to free someone because that's why he makes you feel like you're in bondage. He hates the fact that you could be the one thing that turns somebody's whole life around, that someone will probably get to a point that they will say, yo, it's because of you filling the blank. He hates that for real, for real. You ain't never had no hater for real than the hater of the creator. You understand? Like it's a whole nother realm of hateration on that end. And I just felt completely just compelled to come on here and say, yo, can I tell you, you don't have to carry that, that you don't have to press through life with, with, with a press on nail. If that's not your nail, take it off. Take it off your soul. Take it off your mind. Take it off your emotions. Take it off your body. You don't have to look that way if you don't want to. You don't have to speak that way if you don't want to. We all are trying to get to the courtness of our true selves because life taught us that in order to be professional, you got to sound this way. In order to be successful, you got to look this way. In order to be wealthy, you got to be making this much. In order to, and it's like, oh my gosh. Life has literally forced people to go through a car wash that makes them heavier than, but they look clean, but you, but you're heavier. What would happen if you just took a social media break? If that's what you need, what would happen if you said, you know what? I'm going to take this PTO. I'm going to take this sick day. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and take this one friendship and say, Hey, can you go out to eat with me so I can spill? Like, who do you confide in? And if it's no one cool, go buy you a 99 cent journal, go buy you a composition book and just write all the things that make you feel like you got to fake it, that you can't be you. Do you know how beautiful you are? Do you know how unique you are? 
I know people don't tell you on an everyday basis because everybody's just so busy that we forget trying to slow down to smell the flowers. We don't even recognize that the flowers are there. You are beautiful. You are worthy. God loves you. I know that you don't know that enough to, to actually let that take over whatever it is that you're feeling. But the only way out is not the way that you're thinking. God wants to take that weight from you. And I want to go ahead and just reunite you with the one who made you so that you don't feel like you have to end something that he created. You are somebody else's answer. You are somebody else's encouragement. Something about you is so gorgeous, so valuable, so worthy. And you need to know that your feelings aren't final. Your feelings aren't fact. I don't care what you feel about yourself. You will be amazed how somebody's actually looking at you and going, oh my gosh, you inspire me. And you're like me. Yes, you. I was emotional to read that people related to this young lady after her death because she never spoke about it before. She never, I didn't see on her Instagram that she was actually saying like how she struggled and this, that, and the third. But what if she would have took the bravery to say, yo, since she's an influencer anyway, is there anyone that feels like A, B, and C? Maybe she would have felt some solace and some respite and somebody saying low key me too. There is a community of people who are assigned to your uniqueness. You don't have to look like everybody else because then that means you are failing to present the true and authentic you that is supposed to be somebody else's answer. You don't have to look like someone else because then you are not serving the people who are spiritually assigned to you, to you. You are valuable. You are so valuable that being phony misses the mark every time, every time. The people who wear wigs after a while, they want to go natural. The people who've been natural want to go ahead and dress. Like you have to get to a place that you are willing to unlayer yourself and say, actually, this is not me. That also doesn't feel comfortable to me. That also doesn't feel natural to me. And you have to get to the natural elements and the natural coordinates of this is what you were created for. But you cannot get to that element. You cannot get to those coordinates if it is constantly drowned in. But you have to look this way, sound this way, present this way influence this way you have to you have to you have to you have to it's such a heavy burden in and of itself that it, it it doesn't even free you to be you it is the counterfeit to your productivity to your assignment to your impact to your value to your worthiness you don't have to do anything except be you you already has value in it. It is already the compound interest that everyone has been waiting for. I do not want anyone else to literally suffer in silence, to drown in phoniness, to feel like they got to be so loud and so here and so there because that's what the world requires, but they're withering inside of their own world. I bind that in the name of Jesus. That is not what God wants. And so if I can give anything, it will be Matthew 11, verse, starting from verse 28. 
Because as I'm speaking, I pray that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. I pray that more than ever, that when I read the words that Jesus spoke, that it will speak and give you the quick, the expedited respite that you're looking for, the expedited release that you're looking for, the the encouragement that you're looking for, the self-esteem that you're looking for, whatever it is that you're looking for, I pray that you get fueled instantly, suddenly, right now, immediately in the name of Jesus. There will be no wait. You don't have you have what it takes to go ahead and walk this out. You know it is not going to overpower you. You will not have a tsunami situation in your in your emotions it will not overtake you you will be able to live and not die this will be the best years of your life you gotta believe that and until you believe that I pray it suddenly in your spirit I pray it immediate in your spirit I pray that some whatever it is that you need customized for your particular walk that God will give that to you right right now and I pray that that the sound of my voice that this is a turnaround in your world you don't have to feel that way no more no more death to death. You will live and not die. Mm. Let me go ahead and read this Matthew 11. I'm going to start from verse 28. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. I'm going to read it again. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. God doesn't want you carrying that. Yo, you don't have to carry that heaviness no more. He knows that heaviness burdens you. And he wants to give you the rest and the respite that you desire. He's saying, let me teach you how to handle that situation. Come to me. Let me teach you how to go ahead and do it. And I'm not going to do it harshly. I'm not going to do it, you know, make you feel embarrassed. I'm not going to do it in a way that's going to make you feel less than. Come to me. Let me teach you because I'm humble and I'm gentle at heart. And that's what you need. You need a humble teacher. You need a gentle teacher. Someone that can look at your situation, dissect it and say, yeah, this is a lot. But you know what? We getting ready to conquer this. Nope, I'm not going to take this completely away from you I'm going to teach you how to conquer this and you will find rest for your souls you will find rest for your soul let that let that permeate your mind let that permeate your mind you will find rest for your soul notice that that came after he said let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your soul. You cannot manage this by yourself, baby. You cannot plan yourself out of this. You cannot strategize your way out of this. You cannot network your way out of this. You can't fake your way out of this. Bring it to God. He will show you what to do with the situation. He will show you what to do with the mindset. He will show you what to do with the attack. And then you will find the rest that you need. 
The rest that you need is, is, is bigger than a nap. It's bigger than a vacation. It's bigger than a d- direct deposit. It's bigger than new friends, new, new relationships. It's bigger than all that. You need the rest that enters your soul. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Burdens can be light. Yes. Because God says life comes with a weight. But I'm not going to give you nothing you can't bear. I'm not going to give you nothing that's going to make you feel like you drowning. I'm not going to give you nothing that's going to make you feel like the only way out is the only way out. I bind that in the name of Jesus. I truly want to connect you, connect creation back to the creator. Because, listen, at this point, you tried everything. You tried the vice. You, you tried to fake it. You try, You might as well try Jesus. Like literally low key, like I'm not even trying to be no Bible thumper, but like literally, can I reintroduce you to the only one that can give you the rest that you're looking for, to the only one that can carry the weight the rest of the way, to the only one that can look at your situation over your shoulder, dissect it and say, yo, I know exactly what you need to do. Can I introduce you to him? He literally died and did something so gruesome on Calvary and he nailed all of that to the cross before he rose on the third day. And he said, if you give it to me, you'll never have to carry that again because I nailed it. So every time that you come to me, I already conquered it. Just come to me. I'll show you how to carry it. I conquered it. Just come to me. I'll show you how to carry it. I conquered it. Just come to me. I can show you how to carry it because I conquered it. I don't want anyone else to perish from a lack of knowledge and a lack of partnership, from a lack of knowing who to go to, from a lack of thinking that this is going to be, this is going to feel like this for too long and you're not going to be able to outlast it. You're not supposed to outlast it. You're supposed to cast it. I pray right now that you hear God, I pray right now that there is a seed being rebirthed and re-sown in your soul that wants to fight for the opportunity to live, to live in your most authentic way, to live in a customized way. There is something in you that somebody else needs. Your soul, your experiences, your way of thinking, your authenticness is the key to somebody else's respite. We were born and created to be somebody else's respite. We were born and created for the community of you're not alone. We were born and created not to carry heavy burdens. We were born and created to cast whatever's too heavy. And we were born and created to be reconnected to the creator at all times. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to. And this is my act of obedience because I cannot describe to you what God was making me feel. And I said, at the sound of my voice, God, you can, however you need to use me, use me as the vessel. Let me go ahead and snatch people through speakers and say, listen, you will live and not die. The enemy is, is not all powerful. He is not all knowing. He No, 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 no. We are going to go ahead and just fight back in the way that we know how to. We're going to tag God into the ring. Yo, this is a two-man wrestling match. <laughs> you ain't have to be in there by yourself, baby. Tag him. Say, yo, this is, woof. I don't care if you two minutes in the first ring. If you can't take no more, tag Jesus. Tag Jesus. And I'm going to end on this. I'm going to read Matthew 11. 28 again then Jesus said come to me all of you 
who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Don't you let another day go by where you don't get your respite. Don't you let another holiday go by where you feel lonely. Don't you let another thought process infused by the enemy make you feel like you are an alien. You are loved. You are lovable. You are valuable. You are worthy. You are worthy of of light living. You are worthy of all the things that is in your heart's desires. Even if you don't see it now, it's, it's in the queue. It's on its way, baby. I need you to hold on. And if you can't hold on, tag on the one that can help you hold on. You don't have to press this particular weight by yourself it doesn't have to remain that heavy listen go back to being the child and just saying God you're gonna have to do it because I can't do it no more and that's when he gets activated and when he enters the ring everything gotta die but you do you understand that I want you to hear God say this when I say this to you I love you I love you if no one's ever told you that I love you you are valuable You are needed. You are necessary. You are necessary. Close your eyes for a moment and just hear this and let the seed of this permeate your soul. I love you. You're valuable. You're necessary. You're so worthy. You are somebody else's answer. Your way of thinking, your experiences, your soul, your creative ways, your innovative ways has the keys to somebody else's prayer. You are literally interconnected to somebody else seeing their value. You, we can afford to lose you. Please reconnect to your creator. He wants to show you that your life is worth living. And I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus, that this particular seed will never be able to be uprooted or taken from you ever again. And that when anything else tries to cross your mind, you are reminded of this exact conversation. I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And I'm going to end it on that. And I'm going to let God do his work in you. And if you ever, ever, ever need to be reminded, just come back to this place. Just come back to this place. Just come back to this place. Because he's always there. He's Alpha and Omega. He's omnipresent. He's never alone. He's 24-7. He doesn't need call waiting. He's there with you all the time. And even if it makes you feel a little bit like, "Mm, I don't know, I just want you to start where you are and say, God, please help. That's a that's the hugest prayer that you can ever pray. Do you understand that? So I'm going to end with saying it again. You are loved. You are lovable. You are valuable. You are worthy. And you are necessary. Always, always remember that. As a matter of fact, write that down and repeat it to yourself until you believe it. But I'm going to see you on the other side. Because we're not losing no more No more champions in this game. You're valuable. You're worthy. And you're necessary. I'll talk to you later. Later.